Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We magnify your name. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Spirit of God. We magnify your name for who you are. Thank you for such a wonderful time. Thank you for another day. I pray that, oh Lord, anyone listening, Holy Spirit, I pray, than the person on understanding, than the person illumination, any voice, any actions, anyone who is not from God, any spirit, any voice, any actions, anything that will be in the form of blindness. I pray by your word, Spirit of God. I know it's not by my mind, it's not by my power. It is by you, Holy Spirit. Let your power, let your anointing overshadow your people, empower your people to the next level. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We thank God for such a wonderful time. This is the, the next episode concerning what uh, we learned the other time. We are still on the topic, the Garden of Gethsemane. Yeah. Before we move on, we understand that when we talk about the Garden of Gethsemane, it means having a prayerful lifestyle or having a prayer lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Uh, and as I said, in this end time, when you look around, you understand that Christians are suffering. And, 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 and the reason why suffering has become so rampant in the in the systems of this life is because of the presence of sin. The day that sin brought sin sin came into this life was the day that destruction and death also manifested. So it is necessary for a Christian to pray. So one of the lifestyle of Jesus that it is very urgent and it is very serious for every Christian to copy and understand and practice is the prayer lifestyle of Jesus Christ. Amen. Yeah, so the last time today we are talking, we are still on the subject, the Garden of Gethsemane, and we are talking about uh, uh, this is part two of the Garden of Gethsemane. And before we move on, as, as we always say, take your book. Take your pen and your Bible and let's flow. And as I said, our key scripture is on Matthew chapter 26, verse number 36 to 56. And before that, uh, the last time as we were on the topic, we said that a prayerless Christian is always a victim towards darkness, but a prayerful is always a victor against darkness and I believe that no one on this earth want to be a victim or to be a slave to be a victim means to be a slave a slave towards something and to be a victor means to be a master against something and I decree and declare by the influence of the Holy Spirit that may the Lord grant you the tenacity the grace to always be a a master against any obstacle in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Yeah, we got to understand that uh, previously we got to understand that in the Garden of Gethsemane is similar to the Garden of Eden where Adam waits on the Lord God. So which means that when a Christian prays, it means that he waits on the Lord. And we say that the Bible says that uh, 
Adam used to abode in the presence of God when God said, Adam, where are you? And Adam said, I was afraid and I hide myself. Uh, because of sin, man has always been in hindrance towards God. But may you that you are listening to me, may you never be the same. May you never be a type of a hindrance towards God in the name of Jesus. I pray for you that anything that will hinder you from God may be cancelled in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The next thing that we also learned the last time, the other time previously, that uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane is a place to gather strength to overcome obstacles ahead, which means that when a man prays, uh, he gathers strength to overcome obstacles. Life is full of obstacles. So you don't know what will happen tomorrow that's why the bible says think of not tomorrow for you know not what the day will the, the, the day will bring forth so you, you need not to think of tomorrow as you read in proverbs i will say think of not tomorrow for you know not what the day will bring forth so one thing that you have to do is just prepare yourself to face tomorrow and one of the ways to face tomorrow is to pray in the name of jesus the next thing that we also learned that in the garden of Jesus, and it is a place to chat with God, which means that when a person prays, when a Christian prays, he's not just making noise, but he is chatting with God. God needs people to chat with them in the name of Jesus. And we also got to understand that uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane is a place to seek the perfect will of God, which means that when a Christian prays, he seeks the will of God. And today we are continuing. We are still continuing and before that let's read a scripture in mark chapter 1 verse number 35 mark chapter 1 verse number 35 the bible says that and in the morning the bible was talking about jesus and in the morning long before daylight he got up and went out to the deserted place and there he prayed amen hallelujah you see prayer was the lifestyle of jesus prayer was in the dna of the messiah one of the things that saved him throughout this life even though he was humble even though he was god was the ability to always found himself praying hallelujah many christians are facing what they are facing is because they don't pray and one thing you must know that you see life is what or what you see as the bible says in uh, the bible says in uh, in Ecclesiastes that there's nothing new under the sun. You see, what you see is what has been and is what is also coming to be. And you see, one thing is that as the word keeps on moving forward, the same way the things that has been will come in the many folds and even in a huge format. Amen. So if light is growing the same thing darkness is also growing if people are doing good the same way people are also sinning amen and one of the things that can save you in this end time is to 
always abide in the presence of God is to pray to be a Christian of prayer to pray in the morning to pray in the afternoon to pray even when you are reading a book to pray when you are bathing to pray when you are in a car to pray when you are taking your breakfast to pray when you are with your wife Amen So we are continuing we are still continuing why you need a garden of Gethsemane why you have to pray as a Christian so the next one is that in the garden of Gethsemane is a place to gather strength to endure future temptations you see life is full of temptation that's why when you read James chapter 1 verse number 2 the Bible says count it on joy when you fell into diverse temptation you see a man of prayer is a man who count it on joy when he fell into diverse temptation but a prayerless man is a man who see that what he has been through will cause a harm to him amen before you can count it on joy because to be in the garden of Gethsemane is a place to gather strength. You see, you need strength. Me and you, we need strength in this end time harvest. The enemy is angry. The devil is furious. The devil is against people going to heaven. The devil is against people getting closer to God. The devil is against people finding purpose. The devil is against people having vision. The devil is against people becoming great. The devil is against people knowing their true identity. And what can save you to know your true identity? is to be in the realm of prayer is to be a Christian of prayer is to be a person of prayer is to wake up in the morning and pray you see Hindus pray Buddhists pray Islam pray even the occultists they pray but the difference between us and them is that you see what they do is not actually prayer we call it incantations but the difference between us and them is that we pray to the father and i'm telling you we pray to the son i'm telling you there is nothing that can save a man in this life there's nothing that can save a man in this life than the person humbling himself to be with Jesus. You see, Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. So it means that if you are a Christian, as you are walking through the way, the truth, and the life, you will not find it simple because the devil is not happy with you. You see, the devil is not fighting Muslims. The devil is not fighting Hindus. The devil is not fighting the traditionalists. The devil is not fighting uh, the atheists. He's not fighting the occultism because he knows that they are working on his behalf but the devil is fighting me and you why because he knows that we are walking on the way the truth and the life and that is jesus christ so that is the reason why the devil always have what we call future temptations and future temptations is also known as future tribulations so let's read the scripture in Matthew chapter 26, the key scripture, verse number 
verse number 40 the Bible said and he came to his disciples and found them sleeping many Christians are sleeping that's why you see you don't know what will happen to you the next five years you don't know what will happen to you the next two years you don't know what will happen to you the next three weeks you don't know what will happen to you the next four months that is the reason why you need to come to a place of prayer that is the reason why prayer must be your lifestyle so that you gather the strength to endure that future temptation because the Bible said count it on joy when you fell into diverse temptation the Bible said whosoever endure to the end will be saved which means that there are times in a person's life that you don't pray for things to go you pray to endure because Jesus praying in the garden of Gethsemane after his prayers still he went to die he went to die for humanity because if Jesus had not died near you, you will not have any place in heaven. So the Bible says in Matthew chapter 26, verse number 40, and he came to his disciples and found them sleeping. Many Christians are sleeping, many Christians are sleeping. That's the reason why they, 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 you can see a nice lady, a nice gentleman, but there's nothing good for him. A nice lady struggling for marriage, a nice lady struggling for 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 for, for a baby or a man couple just been married and they just got divorced why because they are sleeping you see to marry is not just when when you marry is a door is a door to your part of your journey to marry doesn't mean that you have finished to marry means you are in you have entered into another junction of your life that whereby you need to stand and pray the devil is against me and you marry the devil is against me and you becoming great people that is the reason why we need not to sleep but to wake and pray so the Bible said and he came to his disciples and found them sleeping and said and said Peter what are you so utterly unable to stay awake and keep watch with me for an hour a Christian who cannot pray for one hour is a Christian full of noise yes because someone can watch whatsapp some someone can stay with the phone for one hour someone can watch television for three hours someone can go to facebook for five hours but that person cannot pray with god for one hour so you see one thing is that we have allowed what we call the delusions of the devil to to always fight against us to watch and pray means to be alert and pray so the bible says he came and he found them sleeping when you watch around you see that the world is full of sleeping folks they are all sleeping they are all sleeping why because the bible said that of whom the prince of this world has blinded their eyes are that they cannot see the glorious light of jesus verse 41 the bible said and all of you must keep awake give strict attention to keep awake means to give strict attention be cautious and active and watch and pray that you may not you may that you may you may not come into temptation jesus knew that the flesh is weak 
and the spirit indeed is willing. You see, let me tell you something. No human spirit is willing to sin, but every human body is willing to sin. Why? Because the spirit is willing to obey God, but the flesh is weak to disobey God. So it is time for you to pray. So you see, man is a spirit. He has a soul and lives in the body. And you see, a prayerful man is a man who have allowed his spirit to take total dominion of his body and soul. But a prayerless man is a man who have allowed his body to take total dominion of his spirit and soul. And for your body to take dominion is an error because the true identity of me and you is a spirit who has a soul and lives in the container so the reason why many people are, are not able to endure future temptation is because their spirit is weak they, they don't have any strength there's no vitality and how can you get vitality is when you abide in the presence of God because the Bible said they that to wait on the Lord they will he will renew their strength and they will mount up with wings as eagles for you to mount up with wings as eagles is when you pray you see beloved God is ready to move people as eagles we are in the era of eagles we are in the era of the spirit we are in the era to move in the realm of the spirit to go in depth in revelation and how can you do that is when we become a person of prayer the next one is that in the garden of Gethsemane or to have a prayerful lifestyle is, is a place to be trained how to watch and pray with God practically. Many people don't know how to watch and pray because Jesus said, watch and pray, watch and pray, be alert, give strict attention, discipline yourself, wake up in the morning, wake up around 1 o'clock a.m., wake up around 2 o'clock a.m., wake up around 12 o'clock a.m., wake up around 5 o'clock a.m., Pray for an hour. Many Christians just wake up, they just dress and they move. That's the reason why they encounter happenstance, accidents, they encounter bonanzas in their lives. You see, a Christian should not live by luck. A Christian must live by grace because we are not in the era of luck. We are in the era of grace. And how can you encounter grace? Grace is encountered when you abode in the presence of the Father. May you encounter grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. So it is time to train. Jesus was training the disciples. That's the reason why after Jesus leaving the scene, you understand that Peter was always praying. And it get to a point that Peter said that ah, they should bring people who will do the administration of the work, but they will give themselves to prayer and to the ministry of the work. So which means that prayer is something that need to be taught. Prayer is taught. Prayer is a hard work. Prayer is a profession. Prayer is an intercession. 
prayer, those who pray, they are productive. Those who pray, they are restored. Those who prayed, they are revived. Those who pray, they are strengthened. In the name of Jesus. The next thing that you, you must know in the Garden of Gethsemane is that in the Garden of Gethsemane is a place to pray for long hours. Jesus prayed for long hours because when you read verse 41, I would say, and, and all of you must keep awake, give strict attention, be cautious and active. Watch and pray that you may not enter into temptation. The Spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again, a second time, he went away and prayed, My Father, if this cannot pass by, by unless I drink it, your will be done. And again, he came, found them sleeping for their eyes were way down with sleeping so leaving them again he went away and prayed for the third time using the same words amen so in the garden of gethsemane is a place to pray for a long hours jesus prayed for a long hours he even in the garden he prayed the same thing for one hour he went again he came again he prayed the same for an hour he prayed for three hours praying for a long time many christians they find difficult even to pray for three hours they find difficult even pray for 15 minutes 15 minutes prayer you see let me tell you something you are dealing with the demon you are dealing with the devil you are dealing with the devil who has been there before the foundation of this world he was a lucifer he was an anointed cherub and he is an intellect man you see the day that intelligence was was created the bible said god said let there be light and there was that was the day intelligence he was there before intelligence he had intelligence he was a man created in beauty if we like read ezekiel chapter 28 verse 12 to 90 you understand who lucifer is and you cannot deal with this man with two with, with two minutes prayers many christians are not serious that's why they are suffering that's why you, you, you are struggling that's why you find yourself in a situation that you feel like causing suicide because you are not praying because you are not praying the next thing that you have to also notice that in the garden of Gethsemane is a place to have deep revelation with god it's a place to have deep revelation with god let's read from verse Verse 15. Rabbi said, and Jesus said to him, Friend, for what are you here? Then he came up and laid hands on him and arrested. Then we are in verse uh, verse verse 45. The Bible said, Then he returned to the disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and taking your rest? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed unto the hands of unto the hands of especially wicked sinners who we or nature it is to act in opposition to god get up let us be going seeing my betrayer is at hand amen jesus had a revelation of what is about to be happen to you see a man of revelation is a man of vision a man without revelation is a man full of distraction and a man who is 
going nowhere. Jesus had a revelation. He knew that by revelation he has already been betrayed. You see, when a person knows what is about to happen to him, he doesn't struggle. And how can a man know what is about to happen? How can a man perceive? You see, Paul, the time came, the Bible said that when he was about to be taken to Augustus Caesar, when he's about to be taken to Augustus Caesar, the Bible said that when he 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 he, he sailed with the captains in the ship. He said that I perceive that this voyage will destroy, but the people thought that by their technologies and how intellectual they are when it comes to uh, how to maneuver the ship, they can just uh, uh, forsake the elements of nature. You see, there are certain things that will happen in this life that your books cannot help you. So the Bible said that these people didn't listen to Paul and it came to a pass that this the voyage the ship destroyed and Paul said that if you people have listened to me this thing will not have happened so to be in the garden of Gethsemane is to be in a place to have a deep revelation with God God wants to talk with his people to have a revelation is to move in what we call the spirit of wisdom, is to move in what we call the spirit of knowledge, is to move in what we call the gift of discernment, to know between good and evil, to know God can reveal to you because the Bible says, Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men. The things that God has prepared for them that love Him, and now God has revealed them unto us by His Spirit. For his spirit set all things, yet the deep things of God. The revelation of God, the deep revelation of God is revealed to those who pray. So Jesus was not surprised when he saw them coming. He was not surprised. He was not surprised because he had a revelation that he has been betrayed. So the Bible said, and he said to the friend, For what are you here? Then they came up and laid hands on him and arrested him. And behold, one of those who were with Jesus went out his hand and, and threw his sword and striking the, uh, the body servant of the high priest cut off his ear. Then Jesus said, You put your sword back onto its place, for all who draw the sword will die by the sword. You Do you suppose that I cannot appeal to my father and he will immediately provide me with more than... 12 legions, which means more than 80,000 of angels. 80,000. 12 legions means 80,000 of angels. But how then would the scripture be fulfilled that it must come about this way? At that moment, Jesus said to the crowd, Have you come out with sword and club as you would against a robber to capture me? Day after day, I was accustomed to sit in the porches and the courts of the temple teaching. You did not arrest me, but all this has taken place in order that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples deserted him and fled and escaped. You see, the reason why the disciples even left him that they didn't have any revelation. They didn't understand. You see, Jesus had a revelation, so he saw that. What was about to happen to him was a fulfillment of a scripture. If you are a Christian, 
and you are a man or a woman of prayer you understand that what you are going through the suffering or whatever you are going through is a revelation of what you are about to experience in future let me tell you something your afflictions will determine your possessions if you have a small affliction it's a sign that you have a small possession if you have a large enough a large affection it's a sign that you have a great possession your affliction determines your possessions so jesus was able to possess both heaven and earth why because by affliction he died for the whole humanity even in heaven he died for the angels because the bible said that they overcame him when there was war before the foundation of this world the bible said michael he overcame this dragon or serpent they overcame him by the blood of the lamb which means that the salvation of uh, the creation of the, the salvation of god's creation didn't happen only on earth it happened in heaven so the bible said and overcome him by the blood of the lamp and by the word of their testimony and he said i walk onto the earth because the serpent has been cast out so which means that heaven was already saved by jesus and he came on this earth and also to save man so by both affliction saving heaven and earth made him to be at the right hand of the father that you mention the name jesus every bow and every time confess that he is lord so your affliction that you are going through will determine your possession that you have so if you have a revelation jesus had a revelation that the affliction that he is going through is a fulfillment of a scripture which will determine the great possession whereby he will be sitting at the right hand of the father far above all principalities and powers but the rest they run away the next one that you must know is that in the garden of gethsemane is a place to overcome natural sorrows of life so jesus nature nearly overcame him because he was a man he was a man walking on the earth even though he had the dna of god he had the the 23 chromosomes sorry 24 chromosomes of god which is through the holy spirit and he had 24 chromosomes of mary which came together to form the 48 chromosomes that he became a son of man so he was a time came in his life that nature of sorrows nature nature that the sorrows of life was about to overcome him but when he went to the garden of gethsemane he gathered strength to overcome sorrows of life life is full of sorrows the bible said there's no nature in the sun the bible said there's time for everything time to laugh time to weep time to smile time to mourn time to cry time to laugh and for you to know all these things and even for you to overcome anything that nature will bring is when you'll be in the garden of gethsemane 
and 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 and, and the last point is that uh, to be in the garden of Gethsemane is to be in a place to be strengthened against any conspiracy of darkness so jesus was threatened against conspiracies that's the reason why when someone even took a sword he said that put the sword back because my father could have sent i could have played my father and he would send 12 legions which is eight thousand angels jesus didn't overcome evil by evil but rather he overcame evil by good the goodness of jesus is when he died on the cross for all humanity in the name of jesus christ i pray for you that by the influence of the holy spirit you will be strengthened from today to be a man and a woman of prayer in the mighty name of jesus that any obstacle anything that has been a hindrance in your life be demoted in the name of Jesus. So the Bible said they deserted him and fled, fleeing and escaped. Hey, a time comes in a person's life that many people will desert you, many people will flee you, many people will escape from you. But the only thing that can save you is when you come to the presence of God in prayer. So to be in the garden of Gethsemane is to be a person of prayer. And as you pray, you will be strengthened to endure future temptations. As you pray, you will be trained to know to know how to watch and pray with God practically. You see, prayer is taught, but the practice of prayer is 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 known by how you act. You see, prayer can be taught, but to practice the prayer is by action. Yeah. So to be in the garden of Gethsemane is to be in a place to be a person who pray for hours god is demanding and is requiring his children to pray for hours may you be granted the grace to pray for hours in the name of jesus christ any obstacle against your life may it be demoted in the name of jesus i decree and declare any natural sorrows of your life may it be demoted in the name of jesus any conspiracy of darkness you see let me tell you something whether you like it or not darkness will conspire against you when you read Isaiah chapter 59 verse number 19 the Bible said they will fear the name of the Lord uh, from the west and his glory from the rising of the sun and when the enemy comes in like a flood which means the enemy will come in like a flood but as you you are born in the presence of prayer through the Holy Spirit the Bible said when the enemy comes in like a flood the Spirit of the Living God will lift up a standard against them you see when you pray you encounter what we call the aura the presence of god to lift up a standard against all conspiracy in the name of jesus i decree and declare any conspiracy against your life is demoted in the mighty name of jesus as you are entering to the realm of prayer any conspiracy any voice anyone saying that you will not do well anyone saying that you will not be great anyone saying that you will be of souls of life are you exempted by the blood in the name of jesus christ
God is looking for people to pray. God is looking for people to pray. It is time to pray to endure future temptations because it will come. It is time to, to be in the garden of Gethsemane to be trained to know how to watch and pray. It is time to pray for long hours. God is requiring for his children to talk for long hours. It is time to know deeper revelation, the Holy Spirit, to want to talk with people. Jesus said, I will pray my Father that you send you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. The Holy Spirit wants to reveal mysteries to people. And how can you know the mysteries of God? It's when you gather in His presence and pray. Amen. You see, there are many things that even takes place in the realm of the Spirit that has not even happened here. And there are many things that happen even in the natural realm which has not taken place in the realm of the Spirit. Why? Because sometimes the devil can cause a fear, but in the realm of the Spirit, it's not so. Why? How can you know? It's when you pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you. Because the Bible says that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the heart of men. The things that God has prepared for them that love. And now God has revealed them unto us by Spirit for certain things. Yea, the deep things of God. It is time. It is time to pray as a Christian. It is time to stand in the gap as an intercessor. It is time to pray for your life. It is time to intercede for your future. It is time to pray. It's good that a pastor will pray for you, but it is better for you yourself to stop, stand in the gap and intercede and pray against any conspiracy in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for you in the mighty name of Jesus. Any spirit, any demon, anyone who is fighting your progress in the name of Jesus, I stand in the anointing of the Holy Spirit as an oracle of the Holy Spirit and I decree and declare safety for your life in the name of Jesus Christ. If you are listening to me, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus. You think that Jesus came to destroy you. I came to tell you that Jesus loves you. You are not born again, but you want to give your life to Christ. Pray along with me. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. Thank you for making me to understand that I have to pray. I take you from today as my personal Lord and Savior. I come to you just as I am. I know that I am a sinner. Forgive me. Write my name in the book of life. Wash me by the blood. From today, use me for your purpose. Have mercy on me. In Jesus' mighty name that I pray. Amen. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for those listening to me, O Lord. Anyone sick somewhere, anyone going through financial struggles, Father, let there be a miracle in the name of Jesus Christ. I stand by the name Jesus that we mentioned that every bow. Anyone struggling, anyone, anyone going through a strong trouble, anyone, Father, looking for a miracle, I decree and 
declare by the influence of the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, let there be a testimony for the Bible's ending overcoming by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. The Bible says unto Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant to the blood of the sprinkling that speaks better things than that of evil. Father, anyone sick, anyone on the sick bed, in the name of Jesus, rise up in the mighty name of Jesus. Let all pains leave the body now in the name of Jesus. Anyone facing to anyone facing stomach ache, be loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone in slavery, financial slavery, be loose in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone having problem with the eye, be set free in the name of Jesus Christ. Anyone finding difficult to to walk in the name of Jesus, stand up and walk in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Anyone having a confusion, a torment in the mind, be set free in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you if 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 you know that as we are praying, uh, something has happened to you. Uh, 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 something extraordinary has happened to you. Jesus has touched you because he is still the healing Jesus. Uh, 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 and and, 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 and you, you know you want to give a testimony. I, 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 I want to just put this number uh, 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 on this audio that you can call the pastor for any testimony that you have gotten. Uh, the pastor's name is Pastor Richard. Uh, the number is 0548 uh, 64 54 56 0, 5, 4, 8, 64 54 56 I said it again 0548 64 54 56 so if you know that Jesus has touched you and you want to give a testimony you can call this line and I believe your life will always never be the same. Stay connected. Stay blessed for the next episode. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.